Hello, everybody, and welcome to our show. I'm Cyrus, and I'm looking forward to drinking some wine with you this evening. And I'm Brittany, and it's 2.45 in the afternoon on a Saturday. This evening? Th- this evening. Okay, cool. Um, well, today we'll be reviewing two wines from South Africa. And as usual, I brought a red. And I brought a white. Intro. So, Brittany, what do you have for us this week? Yes. So for the red this week, we have a Syrah, but it has 2% of Cabernet Sauvignon in it, a little dash of it, if you will. And it's from the uh, Western Cape of South Africa near the Atlantic side of it. And it comes in at 13.5% alcohol. Uh, the vineyard is Reineke and the name of the wine is Vinehugger. Nice. How sweet. Yeah, uh, this is pretty cool. I think that we've had some Shiraz from South Africa, which is kind of up and coming. And this falls right in there with the Syrah and Shiraz being the same grape. Yes. So uh, I'm excited. I I like our Shirazes in the past. So Me too. I'm interested to see what kind of uniqueness South Africa can bring bring into the Syrah variety. All right. Well, uh, let's get in here. Awesome. All right, so first look into the glass. It's definitely red. <laughs> it's a little brown. It's a little brown, yep. But not a ton. Which is interesting. It's not that old, so it's getting the brown from something else. Well, should we take some sniffs? I think so. Great. Well, uh, I'm getting, like, prune uh, and, you know, dried fruits. I think that it's pretty well fermented. There's very little sugar coming through on this nose anyway. And I'm also getting some of the kind of like dusty kind of notes. And, um, you know, if there's a, if there's a fruit coming through, it's like blackberry, it's black fruits with the, with that kind of prune and plum and, uh, some meatiness as well. Yeah, I think the meatiness is very subtle for me. I would say that it's very fruit forward, but it has this slight smokiness to it as well. Hmm. And I do get that sort of dusty feel, but I think it's moving me towards like cigar smoky instead of, you know, full on dusty or twiggy or anything. I'm not really getting twiggy. I'm getting more of that smoky. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely spent some time in wood. Um, that's that cedar kind of cigar box smell. Uh, it smells pretty good. Uh, usually we like this kind of smell. We'll see. Yeah, I think so. I think it smells pretty sweet, but I don't anticipate that it's going to taste sweet. Hmm, I didn't think it smelled that sweet. Yeah, but I think I, I, think I smelled sweetness hmm. for sure. Interesting. Well, well, I guess we'll have to get in here and taste it to find out. Don't dare me. This is very fun. I think that it has that sort of little meatiness. It's not sweet. It's dry. And it has that smokiness for me still. I still feel like it's tobacco-y, cigar-like, but it's very classy, very classic tasting. It's very acidic for a red, I would say, as well. Yeah. And I love the aftertaste. It's just giving me that, that nice fruity taste but not the super sweetness of the fruit it's sort of that bitterness that comes in yeah for sure there's like some pith 
kind of uh, tastes. It's definitely blackberry and and still the plum. I mean, the nose really was pretty accurate to the taste. Yeah, I think it's definitely blackberry now. I thought initially cherry, but it's definitely giving more blackberry feels. Yeah, and the kind of meatiness comes through. The Definitely the wood comes through and that smokiness, like you said, and the dustiness as well. There's just a touch of tannins, probably from that 2% that they added of Sauvignon or Cabernet Sauvignon. So um, I think well done on that little blend there to give it a little lift. That's cool. So I do have some interesting facts about South Africa. Go on. One thing is the soil is aged. (laughs) It's old. It's 600 million years old. You would think that of the whole earth, but I guess that, you know, us Americans, we like our new fresh soil instead of the old dirt soil that South Africa has, you know, dinosaur dirt, (laughs) essentially. But, you know, they started growing grapevines a little later. And so grapes are relatively new to their land. And so it's really interesting to mix the two, the aged soil and the new kind of grapes. Um, So it gives it this sort of distinct flavor because the soil is so aged. Yeah, and they have really rocky uh, coasts with like granite uh, from kind of left over from the ice ages. So they have really, really good drainage, which means happy grapes. Exactly. Also, an interesting thing that I found was that brandy is huge in South Africa. It still is, but initially it was very important where, you know, People, settlers would travel a lot. They'd be on the water for a long time. And so they'd want their alcohol. And they would come to South Africa to get a lot of brandy and really well-made brandy. Brandy that you can't even find in the U.S. nowadays. So it's pretty, it's it's great. How does it relate to wine, though? <laughs> well, brandy's a wine. <laughs> so because many of the ports were stops for Dutch and East India trading company on their way east, wine on its own would just turn into vinegar while they're traveling. Um, so they started distilling it out to brandy. So that's why it kind of relates. They tried the wine thing, but then they're like, nope, doesn't work for us when we're traveling for long times. So let's make brandy out of it. And it just worked. So overall impressions for you, Cyrus? Yeah, um, I, middle of the pack. I think that the flavor is really interesting. It's just not for me, I guess. Um, it's very smoky and very acidic for red. And um, that makes it like a really interesting taste, but not necessarily one that really appeals to uh, what I usually look for in a red. I do really like that touch of tannins they added. So I think it's a pretty well-made wine. Um but just not for me. So probably middle of the pack or even middle, lower third. Yeah, I think for me, this one's just way more sophisticated and just blows my mind, the uniqueness of it. And we like a lot of Shiraz slash Syrah type wines. And this is really hitting the ticket for me. I think that it's definitely going towards the top list for me. Maybe not number one, but definitely creeping towards that. Mm. Well, this is our first one in a while that we really disagree on. All right, we're taking a short break, but we will come back. Stay tuned. 
Alrighty, everybody, welcome back. So, Cyrus, what do you have for us this week? <laughs> uh, well, I have a Chenin Blanc. It's uh, a 2020 uh, from uh, the Svartland in South Africa, and it is called Kloof Street. It's by um, a couple of uh, winemakers by the name of Chris and Andrea Molyneux, and... Uh, yeah, Chenin Blanc is a kind of a, I wouldn't say up and coming. It's been around uh, for a really long time in South Africa, but it's kind of coming back into its own. Uh, it, well, for a while, was it like a blending grape that they would use? And now there's a lot of kind of, um, well, wines where that's the, the Chenin Blanc is the star. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting that we pointed out before filming is it's 13% alcohol, which seems really high. For a white, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm uh, interested in seeing if that is a, a good thing or a bad thing. I'm interested. I think I'm excited because I feel that we've had good experience and good experiences with Chenin Blanc. So Yeah, I like the creaminess that you tend to get from them, and mm. I'm hoping that that comes through here. But, I hope uh, so. Let's uh, let's get it open. All right. So initially, this color just excites me every time. Where it's that very light, light golden yellow. It's it's not. You know, I I'm okay with the things that are in between this color and orange, uh, but I prefer things that are more this color and orange rather than what's in the middle. Yeah, this is like a straw color. I would describe it as and. It's, it does look nice. There were some bubbles right as we poured it, but uh, they seem to have dissipated. So probably just stored under pressure. Well, let's uh, smell it. Awesome. All right. So I think I'm getting a lot of honeysuckle, just floral honey. It smells super sweet, but not super desserty sweet, if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. I'm getting some kind of citrus as well. Um uh, maybe maybe orange or nectarine or that kind of uh, style of citrus, like a sweeter citrus rather than the, just the lemon or lime. Uh, definitely some, you know, apple, pear, kind of those lighter uh, classic white flavors. And honestly, it smells pretty inviting. Uh, it really does. I think that it's going to be well blended. It's going to be well done in terms of how it's been made. And despite being 13%, it didn't burn the nose hairs, so... Not really. Well, let's get in and taste it. Awesome. There's the creamy. It is a little creamy. It's not insanely creamy. I'm sure we've had... I mean, I feel like we've had Chardonnays that are more creamy. Mm-hmm. But I feel that this is the right amount where it's super acidic. It does have that slight sweetness. Right when it hits your tongue, it's like, hello. It is a little spritzy, but it's not to the point of like it's a, like it's a water seltzer or something. So I think it's very delightful. Yeah, and some of that kind of orange on the nose comes through to the taste. And it's not just a, you know, cut and dry apple taste. It's definitely got uh, some uh, some of those kind of floral, you know, orange blossom a uh, little bit of lemon, uh, some minerality to it as well, like, you know, flinty kind of minerality. It's good. Yeah, I could see myself having this 
you know, at a restaurant near the sea or something, eating some delightful seafood, having just a wonderful time in a nice, warm, breezy day. Ah, I can picture. You're right. It, it kind of finishes uh, less sweet. It's a little bit more bitter at the end, which is good. I like that. Well, good. Do you have any facts for us today? I do. I do. So um, along with brandy, like Brittany mentioned, hundreds of years ago, South Africa was also known for a dessert wine called Constantine or Constantina. And um, it's also made from Chenin Blanc grapes, uh, but it uh, it actually pretty much went extinct in the mid 19th century when uh, uh, years of drought along with some like infestations of aphids basically wiped out uh, Chenin Blanc from South Africa. So it wasn't until like 100 years later in the 1980s that uh, Constantina was kind of revived and brought back. So that was kind of a cool thing that I saw. So today, Pinotage is kind of the grape that South Africa is known for. Um, It's kind of a take it or leave it, you love it or you hate it kind of grape. It's got this interesting smokiness that kind of puts some people off. But um, we actually were able to see several of them in the store. Um, They were a little bit more pricey, so we didn't pick them out. But um, what we've seen is that that's not always the case. They're pretty affordable if you um, are looking around and... uh, Definitely on our list for something to try out. Yeah, I think that I'm interested to try the ones that we have seen at our local stores. You know, there are surprisingly a lot from South Africa that seem to be very inviting and interesting uh, even to just look at, you know. Uh, So it's very much available, and I think I highly recommend it so far. Yeah, we saw some interesting kind of old world styles, but with new world kind of twist, like, um, you know, Grenache, Morvedre, kind of Southern Rhone blends, but done in the new world kind of big, bold style. I thought that was really cool. So, well, um, Brittany, what are your thoughts on uh, the white wine here overall? Well, I think that they're doing the right thing with their soil. Don't get new soil (laughs) because it gets better over time. But it's, it's very interesting hearing about the little bit of history in terms of what kind of like wines they've made and how they've made brandy out of it. And, and it's super fun to hear the history about that. But otherwise, it's just delightful wines. It's great wines that have these interest, interesting, unique tastes to them. And it's because of that soil. It's because of the way they grow them near the oceans. Yeah, and they're not too expensive either so i've been really impressed by the wines that we've had today and other wines that we've had from south africa yeah i mean our budget is under twenty dollars and most of them were yep yeah both these were so well uh Brittany, it has been a pleasure drinking some wine with you and i with you cyrus Alrighty, bye now bye